0: welcome to the seven podcast i'm your host joseph and today i have with me one of the best models that is on the way to the top mark my words like 50 cent once said i'm the dominant dirt that ain't been found now but for real this might be one of my favorite podcast episodes just off the fact that our fields clash so we can relate to each other i'm gonna let her introduce herself though we're gonna get into it
1: hey (laughs) Um, hi guys, my name is Selena, Selena Hall. I am a professional model based out of San Diego. However, I model all over Southern California. So uh, San Diego, the IE, LA, and I have recently traveled to like Texas last year. So I was trying to uh, get further out of California, but professional model. I also am a model coach. For Kids Fashion Week Network SoCal, and I'm also a model mentor for adult models, and I do graphic design on the side.
0: You play video games, don't you? Yeah, I do. <laughs>
1: like a pro- like I'm a not
0: professional a professional gamer. gamer though, but no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't have uh, a Twitch yet. <laughs> oh, is it? All right. when, when did you start modeling though?
1: Um, so that's funny because next month will be my five-year anniversary of modeling. So I started modeling in March of 2017.
0: Ooh. What what made you start? Like, um, was it like something that like triggered you to start, or like it was leading up to it?
1: Um. So since I was younger, or since I was a little girl, like I just loved being in front of the camera. Like, um, every time someone put a camera on me, I like hop in front of me like I'm Selena, Daniel Hall, like my whole name and stuff, smiling, and just like hearing mostly my whole life, like, oh, you should model, you should model, and it was a dream it just wasn't like a priority to to Mm -hmm. start modeling like when i was younger like my my aspiration when i was little was to be a veterinarian Mm -hmm. and then a psychologist so it just kind of just changed into like you know i'm a i'm a do modeling i'm gonna start modeling before i get too old and regret not ever doing it because it was a dream Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and yeah i'm just super photogenic and i love modeling (laughs)
0: that's what's up that's what's up um, you know, you have any um like models that you uh, look up to?
1: Um, so when I first started modeling, there were like like city models, like small time city models that I really that really inspired me. As of right now, um, you know Naomi, of course, she's always going to really inspire me. She's fifty one still modeling. Um, Aduta Catch, she's one of the top models. Uh, she really inspires me, especially for runway. And some uh, some of my modeling peers and some of my modeling friends they inspired me as well.
0: What made you like this is when I'm a, this is when I'm gonna like start modeling professionally. Like, what made you turn into like um, make a professional?
1: Um. So when I was 25 is when I started, mm-hmm. and the moment that I had the chance to do it, um. I don't know, it just came like an epiphany, I guess, because I just kind of got out of a bad four-year relationship. And my job um, was uh, letting us go because they opened a call center in Texas. I used to work at home for Hulu. Mm -hmm. And they gave us, like, a really nice severance package. And, like, I just hopped on. I picked up my um, unemployment. And I was like, okay, so I have a break because I've been since out of high school. I was just, like, just working, working, working and stuff mm-hmm. and I didn't really have time to you know try model I did try I did at 18 my parents drove me all the way down here to San Diego um okay. to, to try out for America's Next Top Model but I didn't make it because I didn't have the self-esteem at that time so it was like wrong timing but um so I you know kind of figured out how to start where to start and just started modeling and once I knew that I could start making money off of it, it was like three or four months in then I was like okay I can make this my income and yeah so here we are today and I'm, mm-hmm. I have the opportunity to be a full-time model so
0: yeah for sure how long do you recommend like someone starting off modeling to model for free before charging people
1: um so I recommend so like there's models these days now I don't know if it's the entitlement or something but <laughs> you can't just come on and be like oh i need to get paid for it like you have oh, to build yeah. up your experience and
0: Trust me, I know.
1: um <laughs> you had to build up the experience yeah. and then they think that they have like you know like five photo shoots and think that they're on no that's mm-hmm. that's not you can't you gotta no, go true. and try out different, <laughs> different
0: they be photography like, they be like girls i become like, um, they they like have the entitlement like you said because like and these some girls don't have no experience but like because they look a certain way they feel like Mm -hmm. it should be like they should get paid for it like off the bat Right. even though i'm like approach like usually it's like okay if i'm approaching you as a model i should be paying you and if you're a model approaching me as a photographer you should be, be paying me but i mean if i'm looking to collab and you have no experience and everything and i see it being beneficial to you i don't see why i should be getting charged you know but
1: right exactly so it's just uh what what both sides have to offer each other as well Mm because normally you will see like like super professionals like collaborating with each other because they both have something to offer each other but Mm -hmm. if you like you as a photographer if you're you know you're you're photography work is amazing and then the model is just kind of like they don't have the poses and stuff so it's 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 something that they need to be charging you or you um paying you for so that they can help build their portfolio up
0: yeah like um some models don't have well aspiring models don't have like the posing technique like you do like it takes time to build that up how long would you say it takes to um learn poses like I don't know you explain
1: it well I mean that's like individually based so you know if you study and do the research and then if you're out getting out there and collaborating or you know even paying for photo shoots and stuff and you're getting that experience then you're going to be growing as a model but it's even more than just posing and having skill and talent you also have to be on professional side so it's your professionalism the way you talk to people the way you handle business because being a model you're not just you know in front of the camera like you're a whole business as yourself so <laughs> you gotta have all that in check and in line, and some of those things get you further along the way too just for being super professional and then getting referred to people and all that stuff
0: yeah for sure like you do you have like a, a favorite way to network like where's your number where's your go-to as far as networking
1: um when i started when <clears throat> excuse me when i started modeling I was going to these photo meetups so there's a group called Ellen Meets um the lady that runs that that photo meetup group she was one of the first photographers I actually shot with when I started modeling and also the first female photographer I shot with Mm -hmm. but um so I used to go to those and that was a, a part of a piece of um, very monumental to my networking because I was meeting different photographers, and it yeah. also helped your portfolio because you were getting different pictures back from different photog- photographers, and you can add that to your pro- like content basically, like content mm-hmm. building. And um, so, I recommend to at least a few times that models that are starting out go to photo meetups to kind of network and kind of broaden their network and go to different cities as well based out of the one that you're in. So, if you're a San Diego model. I recommend models trying to get out of San Diego and going to LA or Orange County or even the IE, because there's only so much networking that you can do within one city.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, California alone has a lot of um, networking opportunities. Because um, right. the black the black San Diego group alone, you just post that you're looking for something or you're trying to do something, and so many people will respond, and it just makes it a hundred times easier. Or you could just go to LA and just meet new people it's like the uh, opportunities are like unlimited
1: right and it's also kind of like once you conquer a market you kind of just move on to the next so mm-hmm. you know and then out of state so la models must they'll go to out of state or international or whatever
0: oh yeah speaking of um moving into something else like uh i know like models like they do acting and mm-hmm. i don't and I, I hear that helps with like modeling, but I don't really know how. So would you know how exactly that um, contributes to modeling? Because I know, aren't you like an actress too, right? Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like I want to, I want to claim that, but I don't. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. so uh, why did I um, work on my first short film this, wait, we're in a whole new year. So last year, before the year ended, I was able to work on my first short film as a co-lead. So I guess I am an actress. It <laughs> comes out, I think, sometime this year. They just released a uh, poster art for that. But um, yeah, uh, acting is, you know, you're your emoting emotions that you don't feel at that time. You're just being, you're kind of just being out of, you know out of your comfort zone so mm-hmm. that does help with modeling because you know modeling is full of expressions as well and conveying certain things on camera especially like if you're doing like commercial work like mm-hmm. for products you got to oh, be yeah. all super happy like this water is the best water
0: oh yeah
1: <laughs> i love this water ha 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 big laugh ha ha <laughs> <laughs> so i remember when i first started doing my first commercial shoes, i was like this feels weird <laughs> but you get used to it so yeah, acting, I think, is very helpful, and it's also a good thing to be, um, to be in different lanes of the industry, the entertainment industry.
0: You've done all music videos, too, though, right? Isn't that like Yeah, I've done all... music videos, too. Doesn't acting? that kind of act a little bit?
1: That does. That does, too. Yeah. Does that help? It does help. And then also a little secret, I always wanted to be like a little video vixen when I was younger, you know, watching B-T, music Mm -hmm. videos, MTV, (laughs) so being able to be in music videos too. That was like one of my other dreams that I've crossed out, so.
0: Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's like a, it's a new experience. Like, how would you um, Mm -hmm. describe that experience? Was it like nerve wracking or like, it was just like eye opening?
1: Um, it was nerve wracking because, um. Let's see. What was my first video? My first music video was with an artist called Jake Thomas. And, um, or Jake Xavier, sorry. <laughs> this is wrong. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was just like, okay, so I got to pretend to be his girlfriend. Like, this is weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Were you in like, a relationship like, at really...
1: the time? Um, at that time, my first music video? No, I wasn't. Okay. That's when I was been... like, probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... I do. It. I'm in a relationship now, so even mm. doing the music videos, I do. That was just. It's a different story, but anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so at that time, no, it was just, you know, I got to pretend to be someone's girlfriend, and it was cool. And as long as the set was respect respectful, and that's what it was. And um, you know, now since I've done probably, I think at least fifteen music videos, mm. it's kind of like, you know, yeah. in the bag. I got it.
0: Okay. was <laughs> on video? Um that you've done oh you said who yeah like who have you like worked with like um, some artists you work with
1: um so the second music video i've done was i was an extra energy easy music video that was pretty cool because like (laughs) my the way that the the scene was set up like, I mm-hmm. had to stand at this one little marker, and he was right there on the couch, so he had looked at me, and I looked at him, and we smiled, he, like, did the little nod, high smile, and oh, <laughs> like, this so cool, like, like, yo, I'm next to the celebrity, I wasn't being all, like, you know, like, ah, but it was just, like, that's mm-hmm. really cool, but, um, uh, so, G-Eazy, um, a lot of other small town, like, artists, and then, the first time I was a there the second time I was a lead, but the first time that I was a lead in like a big artist music video was for Aude, which is Wale's cousin. So mm-hmm. Aude featuring Wale. And I was the main the only girl in the main lead, and that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then my biggest music video, I think, which was my last, was the Nas music video with Hit Boy. Ooh. And that That's one big. was very exciting because it was like a really big production team there, and it was just, everything mm-hmm. was just like super professional. I was just like, okay. This is dope.
0: <laughs> how'd you how'd you get um into that one? Um,
1: so the Nas music video that was casted through Mill Ticket. Um, mm-hmm. it's a casting agency for music videos, and I think he does like commercial work as well. Nice. And then the uh the A the Wale music video, that was actually I was casted by Marcus Paul. So he's a, mm-hmm. a part of my network. I, you know, Miles I played in Moesha.
0: Mm-hmm. So he oh, yeah, hit me up sure. and he was like, You want to be in this music? I was like, Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I know what you're talking about, I think he DM'd me one time, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> we were um, talking about relationships, but uh, like you're in a relationship now. So like, um, how does modeling affect your relationship? or does it at all? Like, is there like a um is it like a trusting? Where, like you guys have an understanding that you do certain things because it's like that with would have, me as a photographer too like um being in a relationship whatever i fear that mm-hmm. the like it has Go to be ahead, trust the like, like, relationship <laughs> has to be like really like solid for it to work for mm-hmm. you to be be in a modeling or photography or like any industry with a lot of tension, i feel like
1: yeah so um in the beginning it was kind of rocky um he needed that he had to try or he was trying to understand you know the industry that i was in and then especially if you don't know like if you don't know the industry at all you kind of just think what you see like like mm-hmm. how people see things in media, they think it's just like this way and that way yeah. um but then you understand like your girl is not that type of model <laughs> your, yeah. your girlfriend is a, a fashion model she's you know commercial work and stuff she's not you know doing raunchy shoots or nothing against mm-hmm. those girls like we lingerie shoots and stuff like that so mm-hmm. so my picture is a little difficult different uh, different but um you know so yeah it is a big trust factor in just understanding you know like s- certain things like on social media like comments and things like that but I don't really draw that that type of attention because it's kind of what I put out so mm-hmm. I don't get that in return um so I feel like people know what type of person i am or who i am and just based off vibes and stuff and like i don't play that so <laughs> for sure um Definitely. and so like as of now you know and we're hitting our fifth year of relationship as well and so it's he's already you know he knows how it is the only issue he has <laughs> with my modeling now is if things are free he's like oh you're collaborating like <laughs> Like, why are you working for free why are you doing this for free and I'm like you got to understand I still have to understand like what networking and all that stuff I was Mm -hmm. like sometimes some things just need to be free like for this space for you to be in this space or the contacts that you're getting from this job or from this collaboration things like that or the exposure you're getting from that so that's the only issue he has with modeling now
0: (laughs) yeah because like there's um monetary and then there's beneficial like networking gains so like I would say they're equal equal because like if you're able to get that networking factor with someone that benefits you, that'll bring you the monetary later. Like it all makes sense that way. So, exactly. Yeah, I just want to let you know. Like, um, it was an honor shooting with you every time. Like, I think we did like two shoots. Yeah. Uh, was it two, yeah. two or three? One yeah, in, I think one with the the strawberries, and the one in Balboa. And okay yeah yeah, think, so it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah um the vibe was dope like you got a goofy personality like your human matches mine so like it may shoot in a hundred times easier i'm not sure if you like connect with every photographer that way but i feel like you have a gift of connecting with um other people in general and on top of that you like execute flawlessly every time like you pose the way you pose like you hit like 20 poses in like 10 seconds and it's like <laughs> I'm just over here making like snap, 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 snap. It just makes the job so much easier. So like, you bring a lot to the table as far as modeling. So I can see why your I guess you're, you're, um, your your rel- new your relationship, your um, boyfriend wants you to work for money because you you do bring a lot to the table. So you're like benefiting people for the most part. But there's always um networking games too.
1: Exactly. Thank you so much for your kind words.
0: Tier, sure. tier. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. you funny. funny. Um, yeah. Uh, your modeling skills, based off a lot of models I shot with, is like top tier. Like, mark my words. I feel like you're going to be in the same limelight as Tyra Banks and Naomi Banks someday. So, like, I have no doubt. But just don't forget me, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't forget you yeah Thank i be mean, little, little, little old me just don't forget me but, um, <laughs> you have any like modeling routines before you do a shoot or like prepared to do a shoot
1: um so before the shoot like if i like skincare and stuff or like just routines period before like i shoot
0: anything in general like do you eat do you <laughs> he said do you eat <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah because I, I know um, sometimes models don't eat before they shoot because they don't want to be bloated yeah. or whatever but um
1: so before i shoot like the night before i do like so I, I keep up with my skincare and stuff but like the night before we shoot like i go like extra hard on my skincare so i make sure that i don't have any unwanted hair in places um mm-hmm. super exfoliating on my legs and all that stuff um Make sure my skin is going to look good tomorrow or the next day. And then the day of the shoot, uh, depending on my call time, like if it's early, early in the morning and I got to drive to LA, then majority of the time I don't eat, I'll have like a little snack or something. And especially mm-hmm. like if the shoot's going to have catering, then that's fine. But I won't eat. I'll just have like a snack and make sure I drink my water and my vitamins. Um, when I'm shooting before you know, before it's time to actually shoot, I have a thing and a tendency to like kind of like move my arms and body around. Like I'll crack my fingers and kind of like, I didn't, they're like weird little <laughs> like I don't know how to explain it. Like I do, I do weird little things or I'll make sure I can catch a mirror before I start posing, especially if I'm, if I'm doing a fashion shoot. I want to know how I can pose in this clothing. So, I make sure to peep the mirror and kind of work out some poses before I start. Before I get in front of the camera,
0: hey, you do what you gotta do. I I feel like there's no such thing as being over prepared. So yeah, <laughs> whatever you do, cracking knuckles, whatever, you get prepared. So it's just making the job a lot easier for everyone. So, you have any like um like places that you look for poses, like any websites or like books?
1: um so pinterest is a mood (laughs) it's a mood Mm -hmm. board um Mm -hmm. or even instagram but i have a lot of inspo save for like poses and i'll be like so if i know what i'm wearing or i know the vibes of the shoot i'll kind of search for that type of shoot and kind of see how i can like portray that my own way Mm -hmm. and kind of make it my own so i do that for a lot of my shoots um like beauty work then i'll probably like look up on pinterest like different ways i could pose my fingers and stuff and that's kind of just how i move um when i started modeling i used to do that as well too like i'll screenshot a few poses and Mm -hmm. like especially when i started started modeling like i'll screenshot a few poses and then kind of mimic those and then also like i said just make it my own way and move off of that and i've done that a lot and i recommend for expiring models to do that as well
0: i use pinterest too like um I screenshot a, b- a bunch of poses because I'm not good at posing. I'm not the model. So, like, <laughs> I just want to make sure we have enough content to shoot. So, based off the shoot, I'll screenshot a bunch of um, poses. Like, that will make sense for the shoot. So, that's my – definitely, that's my go-to. Mm-hmm. This commercial is brought to you by Seven Podcasts. Looking for luxury bar service? Look no further. Key Lewis, the owner of Drinking Color, got you covered. Drinking Color offers signature cocktails and bar styling, so don't plan your next party without them. Serving up exquisite signature cocktails in Northwestern Florida. You can check her out on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash drink in color and Instagram at Instagram.com forward slash drink in color. Oh, yeah. What else you got besides Pinterest?
1: Um, just like, Instagram, too, so
0: just, like, yeah.
1: you know how you can save post, mm-hmm. so I have, like, a whole little folder where, folder mm-hmm. where it says "ins."
0: You pose in the mirror a lot?
1: I do. I do, Is I that do. Help? That's the only way that you know how you'll look in a certain pose or, you know, mm-hmm. if it works for your angle, so you got to see how you look.
0: Yeah. I know some models, like, record themselves, like, posing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if that, that helps.
1: Why well, do that, period, with, like, BTS anyways, and then it kind of still... You know, I could see it back, reflect on myself, and like, oh, I did that,
0: and kind of, you know, I could do this next time. You um ever thought about teaching a uh, posing class or like mm-hmm. teaching others?
1: Yes. yes, yes. So I'm actually going to be doing a master pa- uh, a master <laughs> class on posing uh pretty mm-hmm. soon. I'm thinking April. Like that's I've big. already mentioned it to a few people and they were already like looking forward to it. like when you're gonna do the posing class, when are you gonna do the posing class. So um April should be the time that I do it. It's just right now I'm really focusing on uh kids' fashion week Network, SoCal. Like we mm-hmm. have our workshop tomorrow actually for the kiddos.
0: Mm. That's how you know you're doing something right when people come up to you asking you to start a class <laughs> for something that they probably they probably wanna do. So that's pretty that's big. That's how you know you're doing something.
1: Yeah, my main uh, concern with that too is just getting myself out of the way and getting out of my comfort zone because I'm really introverted. So mm-hmm. um, just being able to actually stand up there and talk—that's <laughs> oh, <laughs> why
0: <yeah. my> only. <laughs> hey, like you, like you do with your modeling, just prepare. Like, just yeah. even even if you have to even if you have to over prepare, just like stand in the mirror, I guess or whatever, and have your speech written out and like read it over and over again. I Like, I do that with my podcast. Um, Like, I type it out. Like, it's my go-to. I have to type it out because if not, I'll probably run out of stuff to say or I'll be fumbling over my words or, yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm over-preparing myself. But like I said, there's no such thing over-preparing yourself because, like, i I go through down my notes a hundred times before I start the podcast so that, like, it could go smoothly. Sometimes I don't even mm-hmm. think the podcast will last long because, like, I don't have a lot of notes but for like it surprises me sometimes when it does like one one of my podcasts lasted over an hour I'm like oh shit dang mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we just we were just talking <laughs> like yeah, it was going just on like yeah
1: you're uh-huh. a personal person and we already know each other so this is just like you no know, conversation
0: oh so yeah that's for sure for <laughs> yeah exactly that's why like um I'm starting my podcast off with like people I know and also, to um help, like benefit everyone else, like hold on. My bad. <laughs> my aunt was calling me.
1: <laughs> auntie, I'm doing something. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: I was like, shoot, did I turn? Should I turn the mic off or shit? Anyways, um, where was I? I lost my train of thought
1: you do the podcast to so benefit everyone
0: right okay
1: to make a platform for others to share their mm-hmm. story there you go
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you want to do one podcast too you want to do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but um so yeah like my first few podcast episodes i want to start off with people i know because it'll be more comfortable doing it because like it'll be easy so like what as a long like Later on down the line, when I start talking to people I really don't know, Uh, it'll be easier. But as you can see, this is still, this still sucks. (laughs) (laughs) As you can see, I still suck at this. But this is also, (laughs) this is also like a learning experience. And also to show people that's trying to get into podcasting that they can do it too. But also, yeah, like stepping out your comfort zone could be beneficial in a way. Like this is to benefit everyone else, and like eventually me. But like this is a, to benefit everyone else. Like more people, like you, like let's say, people come listen to the podcast later on, and you get more recognition. That's it. The podcast gets bigger, you know. But like more people will start catching on to you, start booking you, and also people that's listening will learn the ins and out of modeling, the good and the bad. So like speaking of the bad, you have any nightmare stories?
1: Um I get this question a lot or often (laughs) and I I, I Mm -hmm. really I don't really have any nightmare stories. Um yeah, I don't. I have like a few bad things here and there, but I don't have any nightmare stories and bad things and out of respect that I won't uh bring up because like out of respect for clientele and stuff but <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> like there's just like minuscule things like you know unpreparedness and stuff and all that but nothing like nightmarish
0: so like no nightmare stories but what bothers you the most
1: man i don't know
0: is it like um unpreparedness or like disorganization or
1: yeah so i guess yeah it would be unpreparedness or disorganization yeah pretty much that's the only thing that could really bother me really? for the most part, <laughs> shoots.
0: The part so aside from the bad what is your go-to style or favorite kind of shoot
1: my go-to style would be like fashion editorial the edgy looks um i just love fashion modeling more than commercial work or e-commerce or anything like that um mm-hmm. that's just that's what made me fall in love with modeling.
0: Yeah. As a model, I know you gotta have a lot of clothes. And I know you have a lot of clothes because I've never seen you wear the same thing twice. So where do you shop all your clothes at?
1: See, (laughs) I need to like get a new wardrobe, but mainly see I don't even have like if I like on a normal day, I'm just really, I want to say basic, but like I'm not really too dressy unless I'm like going out or so. But Mm -hmm. um for shoots, like even if I'm if I'm styling myself, I do a lot of thrifting. So sustainable mm-hmm. fashion uh tips. So just thrifting for photo shoots. And then I'll just like donate those clothes back to thrift stores and stuff. But um mm-hmm. uh that's yeah I don't really right do there. too much shopping from like fast fashion.
0: That's a gym right there. Cause I never knew I n- I never thought of it like that, like getting clothes from the thrift store and then donating them back. So
1: yeah. Cool. Because I only wear once, like I'll wear them once mm-hmm. for a shoot, and that's that. Or I'll keep certain things because a lot of shoots call for having things at home to bring. Like even if you're shooting for like a clothing company or something like that, or like mm-hmm. a commercial shoot, you need to have this on hand. So I keep some
0: things. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 You have any like favorite pieces that you wear, like like to wear, or like a certain matter of fact, like what's your go-to color? What's your favorite color? to
1: wear um uh, my go-to color is all dark colors <laughs> so dark like co- black um
0: mm. blacks
1: gray <laughs> um
0: you like black I wear, um yeah black? <laughs> uh, i've been wearing a lot of red too yes <laughs> black,
1: black. Um, i've been wearing a lot of red lately mm. uh my favorite color is blue though like all shades of blue so but i don't really have that much in my wardrobe
0: you love blue, but you don't got that much blue in your wardrobe. Right. <laughs>
1: <That's
0: funny. laughs>
1: and then as a model, like, they tell you, like, oh, this color looks great on you, this color looks great on you. And so now you're just kind of like, well, every color looks great on me now. <laughs>
0: right. Is it, like, um, you get a lot of opinions?
1: Yeah. So just, you know, I don't know, it's kind of hard to, like, really but oh, like, this should. is your style when you've worn certain things or different things or things that you would normally wear wouldn't normally wear and now it's like okay well maybe I should start wearing things like this
0: like people would so, be like you should you should do this you should do that Does that get annoying
1: um so no one's really told
0: me like how I should like
1: wear my hair or anything like that or oh
0: yeah or like, like uh, a short hairstyle how long have right. you um, had that style like I've, um, I've never seen you with long hair oh um, what made you decided like that was your go-to style
1: so i cut my hair off and <clears throat> did like a big chop so um within the black community they have a thing called a big chop where girls would like cut off like the relaxed hair so that they can mm-hmm. start over and just grow back their natural texture so i mm-hmm. did that back in like 2015. I think mm-hmm. that was the first time because um even before that I had did like the Rihanna thing where she had like this the shave size and the long top. Oh yeah like, the, the, the hot. <laughs> So <laughs> I did that. And I cut all that off and I did the big chop. And then I was just growing my hair back and I was using like protective styles like faux locks and um like twist braids. And then um before I started modeling, I just decided to cut it all off again so I was rocking like a tiny little afro and then I just like tapered my size and I was like I love this look and it's so mm-hmm. easy to do and my hair is so thick so I just rather keep it short and I've been keeping it short since um 2017 I'm sorry
0: is it it makes it easy to maintain
1: yeah so just water and gel but <laughs> like I get like irritated when my sides grow out too long because mm-hmm. then I just feel like it throws off my whole look on a photo shoot or it throws off my
0: modeling in photo shoot
1: I feel like a dude when I get my hair cut like be like oh I'm so fresh <laughs> so I'm like I, I need, need that to cut that fresh cut I need my you lineup saying, <laughs> with
0: some gray sweatpants
1: <laughs> right
0: <laughs> no you have like any future plans as of modeling or like you have any plans to like branch out aside from your your master class because I know you do um, graphic design too so like do you have a any plans and to tie those two together? So
1: <clears throat> my future plans for modeling, I typically make goals for the year, but I make it in quarters. I don't look too far farther off than a year. Um mm-hmm. so I break it down in quarters and what I want to achieve or for the whole year, what I want to achieve. So I just do that. Um this year. Well, for the last two years, actually, one of my goals was to be in a Super Bowl commercial. So I guess I had to keep pushing mm-hmm. I gotta <laughs> keep pushing for the next year. Mm-hmm. Um and right now I'm having some issues with my LA representation that had just got signed in LA in November, but um, I haven't told too many people yet this week, but like two days ago, they had dropped me over um, vaccination status. Mm. So <laughs> so that's that's a little complex situation. So I'm back on my own right now for LA, but it's fine. We're gonna get there. You know, the world is just a crazy time right now with the world, with the war and everything and you know, COVID and it's just, <laughs> it's just too much right now. So, you? <laughs> you know, just keeping the faith and keep moving forward. And what's meant for me is meant for me. But um Thanks. and graphic design, I kind of took a step back from that last year because I was just mainly focused on my modeling. Mm-hmm. And clients would have like a deadline for like the next day or they need it done this time but then I wouldn't have the energy to be able to do that. Cause like if I had a full shoot and I'm driving to LA and this time that, and that like I'm not trying to come home and hop on the computer <laughs> for this little bit amount of money. Cause mm-hmm. yeah, like it was, and I, cause my graphic design, I specialize in catering to smaller businesses and entrepreneurs, so, like very, very small businesses. So now mm-hmm. I'm like big corporations. So I was like, the money was just really, just really small. That's so, um, so Graphic design and modeling. I make comp cards for models. Um, when I started modeling, I knew how hard it was to kind of figure out how to get it printed out or how to make it. What's so that? me being a graphic designer and uh, comp cards.
0: Card.
1: yeah. Uh, it's like a, a model's business card. So it's your it's like it's five pictures. So it's your main it's like a headshot in the front and in the back is like four strong uh, pictures from your portfolio. And it has all your measurements on there, your phone number, and your email.
0: In this so if you're with of, an agency, like
1: yeah. So if you go to like casting calls, model calls, and stuff, they mm-hmm. and you, they need to know how to remember you and know your measurements and all that stuff. You leave that behind with them, um, or you can it... take those to like uh like down here in San Diego with the mm-hmm. uh with the boutiques and all that stuff. Like just pop in, like, hey, if you guys are looking for a model for your next photo shoot, like, mm-hmm. here's my information, type of thing.
0: Oh, never knew that. That's a good way to network too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So is it like the size of a business card?
1: Uh no, it is eight and a half by eleven. That's the standard industry size for a comp card.
0: Oh, like a piece of paper.
1: Uh it's not. Well, it's like a piece of paper, but it's but it's not and it's it's like on poster card material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know
0: what you mean. Speaking of um COVID, shame on you. Not getting vaccinated. <laughs> uh
1: I'm uh, not gonna go into that.
0: Under the plan. But um how has like COVID affected your modeling?
1: Um the first year, 2020, when when we all had been on lockdown and stuff. Um, you know, it was just a, a lot of adapting. So doing like self-shoots at home and you know, trying to make content on social media to still be able to like market yourself and then also like for commercial work they started doing a lot of self-tapes self-tape auditions so recording your audition at home by yourself Uh instead of going in and doing your audition which um they kind of do that a lot now still Uh um it's way easier it's less nerve-wracking and then like they'll do callbacks you know on zoom so you still want to be in front of them, but it's still like you're at home. You're not right in front of them. So your nerves should be a little bit more calmer. But um, it was just all about adapting. And then once we kind of were able to, like, go places and get out of lockdown, I was still, like, shooting and stuff. So my my year 2020 was still, was still fine. And then last year was still great. Like, I was still getting work and stuff. Mm. Was it like and it's difficult? like I still um it wasn't that difficult and especially me like being a full-time model like you're always consistently worth looking for work and looking for jobs and stuff like that's mm-hmm. your income so yeah. so you have no choice but to make sure that you can find work
0: yeah because I know was it like hard finding places to shoot or like you were just like shooting in like outdoor venues because I know you know that spot in LA with the lights it was like the pillars with the lights like the- Mm -hmm. they all lined up they said that you had to wear a mask while you was in there so like i was trying to do and shoot there but couldn't really do much because we had to have the mask on so like did you ever run into any problems like that
1: um no i I didn't run into any problems like that um lucky you (laughs) (laughs) no uh, just mainly especially like being around sets and stuff like it was just mainly all the people like photographers stylists makeup artists had to wear their their mask and then the model was the only person that was unmasked um I remember doing was it 2020 or last year it was 2020 it was like near the end and um <clears throat> there's a makeup academy out here makeup school and uh called Macalage and they we were doing a publication shoot and I had to apply my own makeup. It was, <laughs> it was wild. So instead of them applying the makeup because it's for them, they mm-hmm. had to direct me. So they're standing there directing me and telling me how to do it and showing me how to do it, but without touching me. And mm-hmm. so I was doing my own makeup. Wow. It was, it was <laughs> cool. Like I know how to do like a, a simple natural glam or whatever, but for uh-huh. it, to do what they wanted done, like I had to do it. It, it was it was pretty cool. It was funny. It's
0: like a learning. <laughs> a learning experience, though. Like, it right? It's like, they and they had to learn. abide
1: by like, um, I forgot what it's called, but there was there's certain sanitation rules for makeup artists. Like, all the places, like all the beauty places, like the nail salons, all them that had to get like certified. I forgot what it was called, but in order for them to like show that they were applying by those rules. Mm. they had sorry applying complying by those rules. so they (laughs) they recorded it and stuff and showing that they weren't touching me like I was doing it myself
0: but yeah it was pretty cool (laughs) that's crazy yeah COVID did a lot of things but um you have any like tips or like tricks you would uh, recommend for any aspiring models
1: it's kind of somewhat some of the things I mentioned but you know just professions already <laughs> and, uh you know you want some if they want some more knowledge they can hit me up on instagram and i'm gonna start posting or start putting up my uh my consultation prices and mm-hmm. <laughs> my hey. classes nah, nah, but no but for for the most part though i just love helping out um aspiring models or even models who are already in the game still come to me for tips and advice mm-hmm. so I just love helping out i love i want everyone to win within the industry like I'm all about supporting one another like I don't really think of it as competition I know mm-hmm. like in sports and stuff you know you you think like you I gotta be better than this person I gotta be better than this team mm-hmm. and stuff like so I mean to a certain extent there's competitiveness at some time like where you're like okay well I gotta show up this person or if like you're on the runway like I gotta do this and that but it all comes down to just being better than yourself and so You know, and then like that's why I'm always like looking out for other models as well. Like, you know, if I can't, if we apply to the same job, and you know, it's just all based on what the client wants. So I have a different look. You got a different look. It's Mm -hmm. it's not going to be based on you know the black model. Like if if it's another black model, like oh we need just a black model. So it's just like who, which one? No, it's just they want a certain (laughs) they want a certain look for their brand. Like if I have short hair and you got long hair, is do they want a short hair model? Or they want a long hair black model, like <laughs> so things like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, just helping others and yeah, if I don't get the job and you get the job, then yay for both of us because you know I tagged you and you got the job. So <laughs> you know just being professional um, as a person and as a business-minded model and you know continuously learning and studying new things like even me like i'm still learning new things and still
0: mm-hmm.
1: researching um
0: i feel like if you love something and you love doing it and you you always know there's room for growth if you love to do something because like once you become complacent and like content you're i think that's the time to stop doing it <laughs> Yeah.
1: Exactly. So continuously growing.
0: Uh like right now I'm working
1: on so I was doing like um some test shoots recently and test shoots you're just kind of more like you're not too posy, you're not too editorial, you're just kind of like more natural, mm-hmm. but still posing. <laughs> so like working on that, like being less posy and kind of just more natural, but still, it's still it's still really um a hard thing to do so like i'm practicing and working on that like, i don't uh, know how to explain it So it's like it's kind of like a board look but it's not a mm-hmm. board look
0: <laughs> what do you mean
1: um for the posing so like with test shoots it's more like a it's like it's a relaxed vibe very relaxed it's very natural looking mm-hmm. but it's still posy mm-hmm. so that's the skill itself too
0: interesting is that like... basically? I can, really I can show you in pictures. Act, I can't...
1: It's <laughs> hard to explain it.
0: <laughs> that ties into acting, though, though, doesn't it? Um... I mean, kind of.
1: It's more like with body, though. I mean, it can be mm-hmm. expression as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Was there ever, like, a point where you, like, I don't want to model no more? Was there ever a point that you felt like giving up?
1: Uh yeah i've i felt like that recently a lot actually like within the last year just based on you know as a woman in society just based on age and you know Mm -hmm. what you're doing with your life kind of thing so that's how i was looking at modeling um from the outside it was kind of like you know like i said like being a woman in society and you know if you have kids or not and if you were married and things like that and you know future stuff so Mm -hmm. and I, i um I'm not really too open about myself. Like I'm very private on social Mm -hmm. media and stuff, but I do suffer from depression, anxiety. So, um, you know, I do have those those fights eternally all the time. And more recently as well with, uh, like I said, with age. And so that's why I kind of like also started doing the mentoring a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Just so I kind of have like if I do stop modeling that I can still like teach and help and still be a part of the industry.
0: I don't think there's a age limit for modeling. See there'll be people modeling in their 50s. But I mean tying on to like the yeah. mentoring and everything, that's just like adding on to your your um your resume and what you you can bring to the table. So it's more income as well. So I, I, right. and I don't probably, think you should stop modeling as long as you love it you should just keep going but like what um what made you keep going like if you felt like giving up what made you like um change your mind what helped you
1: um it's just my inner what i gotta pull out of myself deep down just kind of like to keep going like my my whole model my whole life is, has always actually been like facing adversity and just keep going and you know don't stop like you can get through it like for especially like for things like circumstances and stuff like that like you just just keep going like don't give up so I'm kind of like I, don't know, I guess I'm just <laughs> I'm just a like this I'm just, kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding no um but yeah it's just we're, we're all gonna have those moments of, of self-doubt and again like it's like you said like if you love something you just you keep doing it so
0: mm-hmm, for sure
1: and don't let little small things like tie you down. And again, like I said, like um, what everything going on with the with the pandemic and stuff, and just how that affected the industry a lot, and you know, the freedoms to not to not make a choice on whether you get this 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 shot or not, you know, and it affecting your work. So mm-hmm. that has affected, I've lost like a lot of chances to do big name, big brand name. Uh, campaigns and stuff because of that and you know i was just like okay whatever what's meant for me is meant for me and then you know like i said earlier like i just lost my representation over that so it's just kind of like you know i'm just staying true to myself and what my beliefs and my feelings towards that but well, we're not going to go into that because that's a whole political conversation but mm-hmm. you know um
0: and when, when so door closes when one door closes, another one opens up. So I can see you stepping into another, a bigger role eventually anyways. So like you said, if it was a myth for you, it wasn't meant for you. Thank you. Have, um, <laughs> you have any um, books you would recommend in general outside of modeling or even like tied to modeling? Um, yeah.
1: So, uh, I like I said um, earlier with professionalism for being a model, but also just like you know, it's always it's not even just about being modeling; it's you as a person. So, if there's things that you need to work on personally, like whether it be like communicating the different to communicating to people, or like you know, stepping out of your comfort zone and putting yourself out there, and things like that, uh, you would want to work on your interpersonal skills so three of the books that I really recommend would be um uh the four agreements um how to win friends and influence people and the third one that I normally recommend I can't think of it right now but any John C. Maxwell books are amazing so like Mm -hmm. he talks about leadership a lot but a Mm -hmm. lot of them are basically it's all the same thing so (laughs) So reading a lot of John C. Maxwell books.
0: Yeah, you can just send me the the links to those books. So I can put them in the, in the description so people can see.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And you're a gamer.
1: Yeah. What games do you, so you play? Game- uh, right now, I'm playing Horizon Forbidden West that just dropped last week on PS5. Um, mm-hmm. It's the second, uh, second game for the title. And yeah, I'm playing that right now. <laughs> but i play a lot
0: of like i'm sorry do you play online
1: uh yeah i play online well that game is not an online game but um i do play online i used to play call of duty i haven't been playing that too much anymore um but call of duty uh i do love 2k but after like 2019 2k went downhill (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) um and i play like a lot of like story driven games like detroit Mm. or um the last of us and stuff like that
0: yeah i like i like role-playing games that's my yeah. favorite kind of games, like grand theft auto,
1: mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: grand theft auto all right
0: yeah, yeah what's your, you have a gamer tag
1: i do my gamer tag is kind of like my instagram so it's s-o-u-l-x-b-e-a-u so soul X B U.
0: so yeah how can um people get in touch with you drop all your handles on instagram tiktok all, all right
1: that. so my instagram handle is underscore soul beautiful so it's like beautiful soul but backwards so underscore soul beautiful s-o-u-l-b-e-a-u-t-i-f-u-l and that is my main instagram my mentoring page for instagram is actually s-o-v as in victor l b as in beautiful e a b as in victor t i f b as in victor l so it's like so beautiful but all the u's are v's (laughs) and then uh my tiktok is the same as my instagram is underscore so beautiful and um yeah from there you'll everyone would be able to like reach out to me my email is on there as well and yeah (laughs) etc
0: that sucks when people take the instagram name that you want
1: Right.
0: You gotta put the V. You
1: gotta add the underscore in there. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Or dot. Like this is not <laughs> me. <laughs> but what made you come up with your Instagram name? You said beautiful backwards. Beautiful soul backwards. Was that like something you thought of, or?
1: Um, uh, my Instagram name is my so my whole life. Um, I kind of just i don't want to sound in a cocky way but i just think like i'm a beautiful soul so mm-hmm. <laughs> and especially mm-hmm. younger is something that stemmed from since i was young so and i have a tattoo on my back that says beautiful soul and it's an angel and she's kind of like on the ground like holding her knees close to her chest with her head buried down and
0: mm-hmm.
1: her knees and that just kind of depicts how i've felt most of my life just like uh it's a deep story but <laughs> just basically mm-hmm. um you know, kind of just felt like, I guess it ties into, like, my depression, and anxiety and stuff like that. There's been the way I was brought up, um, you know, I had an alcoholic father and um, things are always the best and things of that sort of nature. So I kind of felt like I wasn't able to be heard sometimes and kind of just found myself in that position crying to myself. So, um, yeah, that's what my tattoo means. And that's where my Instagram handle came from.
0: Well, look, look at you now going up doing big things and like you're not even like close to being done so like pat on your back to yourself so i'm proud of you I just want to let you know that thank you well mm-hmm. yeah i think that's a that covers everything <laughs> You yeah, give everybody your was fun. And, TikTok, and i want to appreciate um thank you for coming because i know you you have a busy schedule and like yesterday you had to push it to today but it's understandable and just being here. Why you got to put all my
1: business out there? Why you, why you put my business <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: I Hey, you, you pushed me back the whole day. I'm like, wow, okay. Give me more time. <laughs> Give me more time to write in my notepad. So At okay least I didn't it. ghost
1: you. I didn't, I didn't ghost you. I didn't just yeah. disappear, I block you on all um, social media.
0: Imagine, <laughs> like, damn, I wrote this whole thing on my notepad. Nothing, <laughs> I would have just came back to Cali and found you because at that point, like, nah, nah, <laughs> but yeah, thank you for coming again. Like I said, just, no problem, thank dope. you so
1: much for having me on your podcast. Um, this was very, very fun. Thank you for allowing me to share my story, and I wish you the best with your podcast. Um, I know that this is going to get farther than you think it is, and yeah, your confidence is going to shine due true later and
0: yeah <laughs> hopefully because this thing is, is it's not easy i hate talking yeah, and proud of you for
1: doing it because people don't <laughs> do things because they're scared and you're doing it out of i'm not saying you're scared but like you know people stop doing things out of fear but you actually did it so that's that's i'm proud of you and that's that's a step forward
0: Great. Well, i appreciate you and i hope you enjoy the rest of your day your week and i hope more opportunities come your way thank
1: you so much you enjoy your week too your weekend.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you.
1: <laughs> bye bye.
0: So, yeah, that about wraps it up. um I just want to thank anybody who's still listening. Thank you for your time so much. I greatly appreciate it because time is money and you're here listening to me. And I, I really hope you learned something because we dropped a lot of gems today. But yeah, if you got time, drop a review, drop a rating, like and subscribe to my YouTube. And until next time, Peace.